What's that? You want to start a podcast but don't know where to begin? Well, good thing today's show is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is a free service to get your podcast going and heard. More about them later. Well, it's another beautiful day to listen to a podcast. I hope all are well. My name is Dominic Meyer. And my name is Jaden Gleason. Thank you for joining us today on the Modern Fedora podcast. Yes, good thing too, because we have an exciting announcement. We have a movie! The Modern Fedora, a chilling podcast tale, is coming soon to theaters near you. <laughs> Sounds like a blockbuster. What was the yeah. release date again? Um, I think it was in the summer of never. Right, right, yes. Yeah. Uh, do you think average Joe Schmoes like us actually have what it takes to make a good movie, though? Um, I mean, that's a good question. <laughs> I think a lot of people have thought about making a movie, you know, maybe have pulled out the old home laptop and filmed themselves with their cousins sure. <laughs> not <laughs> from personal experience <laughs> uh, no idea what that's like yeah who would do that <laughs> but i mean that's one thing i think that making a movie might not be as easy as we imagine yeah i guess we'll find out today we are talking about movies how they're made what makes one successful, and some other inf interesting information, maybe some gigantic failures, because we all like to laugh at failures. <laughs> <laughs> of course, there will definitely still be some laughs along the way, because we can't take things seriously. I mean, that's fair. Speaking of fair, we got a new review. That has nothing to do about <laughs> with fairness, but yay. Read it. <laughs> okay okay settle down all right so this review on apple podcast comes from beckett gleason it says <laughs> i love eating happiness i love listening to this podcast it is funny and is the best podcast in the world i'm also definitely not biased because i'm jaden's brother so thank you for that clarification he's not biased he's not biased definitely yes thank you, you for your five stars you heard it here first folks this is the best podcast ever yes and we should all eat some happiness we really should <laughs> <laughs> hopefully it sits well with the stomach i'm not i don't know how totally happiness sure. digests <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you know Okay, well then I guess there's not really anything left to say besides lights, camera, and action. So I think it was a thing for a while to describe a movie in the worst way possible. And while it sounds stupid, because it was, uh, it was pretty funny and honestly it made me look at some movies a little differently. Yeah, it was stupid yet 
revolutionary. I mean, that's basically <laughs> the internet in one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Any internet movement, that's how you describe it. <laughs> it was stupid, but kind of enlightening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so to start this morning, I thought we could give this a try and see if we can guess the correct movie. Oh, man. Not ready for that pressure. Uh, neither am I, but, you know, too late now. Well, I mean, couldn't you just edit it out? <laughs> Shh, don't tell them our secrets. Okay, fine. How about instead we just let our listeners guess? Okay. Yeah? Okay. Sound good? Okay. Well, this first one's pretty easy. I think most of us will know it. So the description is, everyone tries the ice bucket challenge. <laughs> Did you guess it? Did you? <laughs> it's the Titanic, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yay. All right. We could say they tried the ice bucket challenge unwillingly. <laughs> That's how it all started. <laughs> all right. I'll uh, start with a relatively simple one, too. Here's the description for you all. Depressed, widowed father teams up with mentally challenged woman to find his disabled son. All right, is that enough time for them to guess it? I I think so. All if right. you didn't get it by now, I mean, it was Finding Nemo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone's probably heard that one. That one that one was pretty popular. That I think that that was the big one that made people start. Yeah, I think that's what started it because everyone was like, "What in the world? There's no way that's Nemo." And it was Nemo. It's Nemo. All right. It's Nemo. Here's our next one. Talking frog convinces son to kill his dad. Oof. <laughs> Did you get it? Did you guess? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that that one's Star Wars. <laughs> Yay! The talking. It is very weird when you say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yoda's a talking frog. The yeah, that is so true though. Like talking frog, am. <laughs> talking frog trained a boy to kill his own father that's nice before he knew it was his father <laughs> talking frog manipulates boy <laughs> between that and him kissing his sister i think there's a lot of shady things that happened in that timeline they have a lot of family issues that they need to just work out <laughs> Imagine their the family reunion. The movie is the Skywalkers go to the therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Skywalkers, a therapist story. Okay, my turn again. This one is man gets steroids and a frisbee to fight off Nazis. <laughs> I feel like this one's pretty obvious. This one should come to your mind almost immediately. immediately yeah. Not too many people fight Nazis with frisbees. And steroids. <laughs> and that is, of course, Captain America. All right. So our next one. A guy that's alone in the forest kissed a dead body while seven other guys watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what you'd think. This is actually Snow White. <laughs> that's right. The beloved animated movie for children yeah <laughs> all right moving on from that uh 
childhood ruiner. We have Man Ends World Hunger with his rock collection. <laughs> wow. Is it the nerdy kid you knew in school? I'm picturing someone like just chucking rocks at hungry people. <laughs> this one is a meteor. <laughs> this one is a pebble. <laughs> in actuality, pebbles. that is not what it is. It is <laughs> Avengers roll. Infinity War. Yep. All right. My last movie. Girl has to pretend she's a man to be taken seriously. Now, this just... one actually might get a couple people because there's a couple movies that did this kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's not an unfounded movie <laughs> plot. <laughs> anyway, this particular movie we are talking about is another Disney animated one. It is Mulan. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah, Mulan. Pretty movie. Okay. We have, as my last pick, a guy abandons his trash collection for his crush only to get confronted by obese beings. <laughs> <laughs> this one should be pretty easy. I mean, if you've seen it. If you've seen it. If you've seen it, you'll know it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> that is Wally. Oh, that's a good movie. It is really good. The description it's kind of like sad. About cockroach. It is sad. It's emotional. It hits me in the feels, Wally. <laughs> How did they make How a robot you? look so so sad? Like Oh my goodness. And his actuating eyes when they mm. droop. Oh my goodness. Such a sad little robot. Even the cockroach was sad. Everyone was sad in that movie except for the <laughs> obese humans. <laughs> and the angry robot. They driver were sad in a different way. It was just <laughs> sad. It was more so sad on our part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I think you all did phenomenally. If I can <laughs> phenomenally. If I can, if I can pronounce that real fast, you probably did great. Probably. Yeah. Did you get them all right? Uh, let us know. How did you do? If you got them all right, then you get a gold thing. Something. You get something, probably. Uh, <laughs> you get probably the not. golden token of respect and appreciation. It's Ooh, not real, so it's not really golden. You feel it in your mind. <laughs> I haven't even gotten that one yet. <laughs> it's a tough one to win. It's a tough one to win. <laughs> Some say it rivals the Olympic gold medal. Oh, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so to make a movie takes a lot of work. You have to record it. You have to film it. You have to plan it. So welcome to film school. Hopefully we won't have to flunk you all. Yes, that would be sad for you mostly because we like flunking people. Just kidding. (laughs) There are no tests here. But there is more to making a good movie than just running around willy-nilly with a phone camera. 
For sure. A good movie is one where the acting, directing, writing, cinematography, and just overall production come mm-hmm. to, to come together to create a cohesive, entertaining, and impactful story. Yeah. That's a good point because we could talk about filming techniques with all the stuff they use and the lengths they go to to get a shot. But if you have a movie with amazing top-of-the-line CGI and all the good actors, but the story is garbage, then the movie is garbage and no one's going to watch it again. Yeah. Um, Rotten Tomatoes gives a list of movies that have totally flopped. (laughs) Totally. Uh, Should we read a few of those and why they flopped? I think we should. Okay, let me see what we got here. All right, here's one. Uh, The movie Zoom from 2006 that zoom it's like a part of life now zoom it's hard to yeah (laughs) zoom the movie not the application that we all use every single day so zoom from 2006 only got a four percent rating on rotten tomatoes the critics said lacking the punch and cheer of the incredibles and sky high zoom is a dull and laugh-free affair Oof, that stinks i remember watching zoom like mm-hmm. me too but i saw it after i saw sky high and like i wanted another movie that had the same like exactly the same feeling as sky high and i was definitely let down by zoom um mm-hmm. but i mean you can't beat sky high you sky can't. high was such a good movie cuz i don't know it captured like the typical high school story kind of thing but threw in superpowers and like created this whole new reality as if that were a thing. Yeah. I mean, I'll be I'll be completely honest. I still watch Sky High. Like, <laughs> I just a few months ago watched it with my mom and my uncle and like all three of us were like seriously sitting down with this and watching this movie like yeah. and we get our full yeah. attention cuz it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, my sister and I watched it a few months ago too. If you haven't watched it, watch Sky High, but maybe not Zoom. Yeah. All right. So here's another one you may have heard of. This is Daddy Day Camp from 2007. This movie was rated 1% on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) A whopping 1%. A whole percentage. (laughs) A whole percentage. (laughs) Uh, The critics say about it, a mirthless... Fairly desperate family film. Daddy Day Camp relies too heavily on bodily functions for comedic effect, resulting in plenty of cheap gags, but no laughs. I agree with this. Poop jokes are only funny like twice. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Have you ever seen this movie? I actually haven't. No, I've never seen Daddy Day Camp, and I don't have any desire to. <laughs> See, I am in the same boat because I think I saw it on Netflix, like the the thumbnail for it, and I'm like, yeah. Uh, I was happy with Daddy Daycare ending how it ended. That was a good movie, and I was ready to move on. And when I saw the ad for this, it just looked like a rerun, and I was like, eh, mm-hmm. I'll pass. Yeah, pretty. And now much. I'm glad. I was spared almost two hours of excruciating boringness. Of whatever is worth 1%. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 
Okay, up next, uh, the ratings get worse. We have Max Steel from 2016. This movie has a rating of 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. 0%. That, wow. Critics said about the movie, bereft of characterization or even satisfying Rock'em Sock'em, Max Steel feels like playing with an action figure without any childhood imagination. Ooh. Wow. That's like... Yeah. That's a great insult. Straight up calling out the lack of imagination. I know. <laughs> have you seen this oh one? Uh, I have actually. A long time ago. I don't remember like anything about it. I mean, I guess that says it all. <laughs> yeah, it really does because it's a 2016 movie. So it's not like it was that crazy long ago. Yeah, no, not at all. And, well, yeah. kind of. I mean, we're in 2021, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it still feels like we're in, like, 2018. <laughs> it I don't does. Know All right. Yeah, I've never seen it. I feel like I've seen the cover of it, or maybe a... Tr- no, I don't think I've even seen a trailer. <laughs> I think Max Steel was a cartoon. Okay. I think. Yeah, I think I've seen the cover of it then. That That sounds familiar, but I've never watched it. Yeah, because there was a cartoon series and then there was a Max Steel that was like live action. And I think that's the one it's talking about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Our next movie, the Emoji Movie from 2017. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we've all heard of this one. (laughs) Yes. This movie received a critic score of only 12 out of 100. That's a failing grade, Ooh. by the way. That's like lower than an F. <laughs> we, we flunked them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Critics slam it further by saying, a work so completely devoid of wit, style, intelligence, or Whoa. basic entertainment value oh. that it makes, it makes that movie, based on the Angry Birds app, seem like a pure artistic statement by comparison. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness that is so scathing but i have to agree like i thought the emoji movie was a little weird and just uninteresting personally actually now that i'm thinking about it it seemed a bit like a ripoff of inside out have you seen the emoji movie what did you think of it here's another (laughs) surprise surprise i have not no (laughs) actually So for context on this one, it's not just me. Oh, I never got around to it. When Uh this trailer came out, I saw the trailer and I was like, here's a promise I'm making to myself. (laughs) I will never watch this movie. I don't care who asks me to. I don't care if I'm closing my eyes in the room that it's playing in. (laughs) I will never watch this movie. So I've never watched the movie. (laughs) Okay, well, here's the thing. First off. Congrats to you because you dodged <laughs> a major bullet there. But this, the movie was just so boring. Like, it's based, it's just like Inside Out. Like, hmm. it's the phone and the emojis in the phone are alive and they're influencing the kid's life because they're messing up his text messaging and stuff because they're emojis. So, so he's like, they're like, go ahead, making his life a burden. Yeah, because he was like, it's like, it's like Inside Out when the emotions were out of whack and it was messing up her life. Like, uh-huh. 
the emojis are messed up because this one guy is, is like different. He's not what he's supposed to be. <laughs> and it's like messing up the kids' text messages to he's his He's not crush. like the other emojis. Yeah, he's he's, he's different. a cool emoji. <laughs> yeah. And at the end, it ends with like he becomes a super cool emoji and everyone Spoilers, accepts him. <laughs> if you want yeah. to see I'm fully spoiling this because I don't care about this movie. <laughs> yeah, no, I I think I've heard it sounding like I feel like I've heard it being compared to like um Inside Out and also like Wreck It Ralph, but worse. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because there are scenes when they're like running through the phone like behind the apps like Wreck It Ralph did. Because wasn't the but second just... Wreck It Ralph movie about the internet? It was, yeah, but that was so much more well done because Wreck-It Ralph really set the stage as the internet like a city and stuff. Mm-hmm. Where Emoji Movie, it kind of had it as like a black void with like these little 3D apps sticking out of the ground that they could <clears throat> walk through the walls into and like join the app. That sounds vaguely was... terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think that we have definitely talked about the Emoji Movie enough, so... Let's just move on from that nightmare. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of bad movies, so <laughs> if you are looking to make your own movie, you know, using the old laptop and iMovie, I guess mm-hmm. don't do what they did. Yes, learn from their mistakes, their expensive mistakes oh expensive well one of the biggest factors to remember with making a movie is cost and if it doesn't do well then they are out quite a lot of money Mm. so should we talk about some of the costs of making quote-unquote movie magic yeah so here's a list of some of the most expensive movies to produce. So these are good or bad movies. This isn't about like their rating, like how they mm-hmm. how well they did. It's just what cost the most. What was the budget? Like Okay. On these. So number Probably 10 bigger than my budget, yes. I'm guessing. <laughs> A half the amount of money that I've ever seen in my <laughs> bank account. <laughs> <laughs> number 10 is Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice 2016. So the estimated production cost was $263 million. Wow. Okay, I've never seen Batman versus Superman just because I wasn't interested in it. Looking at it didn't seem appealing. Have you seen it? What do you think made it cost (laughs) that much money? (laughs) Um, I haven't seen it either. <laughs> this is a very <laughs> uneducated segment. I'm sorry. Yeah, we are like not the best people to talk about movies. We're like, um, we watch cartoons. Noah, where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> we watch old cartoons. Yeah. Like, where's Teen Titans? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's not on this list for a good reason. Yeah. Anyway, um,. I mean, I've yeah. seen the trailer and it looked like there's a lot costume wise and CGI wise mm-hmm. and set wise. Like the sets look insane. And that Batman costume that he has in it is like really armored. And mm-hmm. Wonder Woman does a bunch of things with her bracelets. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm guessing it'd be a lot of CGI because I've heard of how many things were destroyed in that movie. Oh, yeah. And also, it's probably paying the actors. Like, you're talking about the costumes. Like, 
who knows how much they got paid to wear such a giant thing. Yeah, and I mean, they had pretty big names, at least at that point. Yeah. It wasn't the first DC movie, so all these people at this point were pretty well known. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> okay, number nine, we have John Carter from 2012, which cost a... Oh, I messed that sentence up. Which cost $264 million to produce. Wow. I don't even know what that movie is. I'm going to be <laughs> honest with you. Who's John Carter? <laughs> Who is this man and why is he so expensive? <laughs> All right. Well, number eight, we have Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, which comes in at $275 million. Yikes. I think that I did hear this one was pretty expensive. From the CGI, I think. I mean, that was really good CGI. Yeah, I guess that's the hard part with newer movies is because, I mean, they're getting really good looking, but that's because it takes so much work with VFX and that costs a lot of money. Well, I mean, not just the CGI, but think of they have to pay the people who are doing the CGI. Yeah, yeah. I've heard it takes hours, like in animation, I've heard it takes days or even like a week to animate like just a few frames. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't oh, have the I patience for that. I can't imagine. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I start a drawing and then after like two hours, I get bored and I go do something <laughs> else. <laughs> yeah. I've wanted to try animation for a while now, but I'm like, I don't know where to start. Yeah. I, I did. Know. I did one short animated video and like. It was one of those ones where you can see the transitions because I'm like, there's no way I'm taking the time <laughs> to do this like tiny movement frame by frame. Just uh-huh. uh-uh. <laughs> Just call it stop motion. Yeah. <laughs> stop motion animation. <laughs> I think that's probably a thing. I think it is. Well, that's what I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stop motion animation. Hey, cool. Okay. Number seven is another Star Wars film, and that is Solo, which also costs a mere $275 million. So Star Wars on a consistent budget. Yeah. I mean, Disney can afford it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Disney can afford anything. Pretty much. (laughs) All right. So next we have at number six, Justice League from 2017, which cost... Hmm. A nice three hundred million. Yeah, nice and flat. Yeah, three hundred million. Yeah, that's not the only one. Actually, number five, Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, which is a weird title, also costs three hundred million. Yeah, World's End. You know, did they sail off the world? Is that what happened? I don't know. (laughs) I I haven't seen that. (laughs) Me neither. Uh, well, I'm seeing. Oh, also, is it Caribbean or Caribbean? So you know what's funny about this one? <laughs> I don't know the actual answer, but I say Pirates of the Caribbean. But uh-huh. when I'm talking about the actual body of water, I say the Caribbean. Really? Yes. I have no See, I... reason for that. I just uh-huh. do. <laughs> <laughs> I always say Pirates of the Caribbean too. And then I flip-flop between Caribbean and Caribbean. 
Like, I just can't decide. And like, I feel self-conscious right every time I say it. In the moment. Yeah. I don't know. It's just some... For some reason, when I say Caribbean, it makes me think of Pirates of the Caribbean. And I picture, like, dark, murky waters and, like, pirates. Pirates. <laughs> so the word Caribbean is related to that for me. When I think of Caribbean, I think of, like, the teal waters of the Caribbean. Uh-huh. Okay. So this just in. There's a Caribbean and there's a Caribbean. <laughs> They are two different places. <laughs> one, of, one of them is infested with pirates. <laughs> and it only exists in the nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And the other one apparently... is like teal blue waters that might have mermaids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and apparently there is the end of the worlds with the pirates. Yeah. okay let's move on yeah moving on number four we have avengers infinity war which cost 325 million dollars yikes i i've always known that marvel's movies were very expensive and they go up in price every single one every single movie they make goes up in production cost yeah. Well, of course, it's Disney's problem now. So yeah. That's, that's, that's why. Disney can <laughs> afford it. it. <laughs> Disney's like, oh, pocket change. Which is why number three, Avengers Endgame, costs even more $356 million. Yeah. And we'll go up again. Avengers Age of Ultron, $365 million. Just kind of flip flop those last two numbers there. <laughs> yeah. Like let's just add and and like uh nine million on. That's fine. Did the I guys do like, that right? Wait, why? <laughs> Ye- yes. Yes. Okay. No. Yes. Yes. Know. Math. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! They did it just for kicks, just because. <laughs> It'd just be funny. <laughs> It'd be so funny. Well, imagine if they did like six hundred and fifty-three million dollars to like flip the whole thing. Yeah, that'd be funnier. Gosh, what would Disney? they even do with that extra? <laughs> <laughs> Buy Starbucks for the cast and crew. <laughs> yeah. Every couple of hours. Yeah. <laughs> no, Actually, I mean, buy Starbucks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the franchise. <laughs> You get a franchise and you get a franchise. <laughs> Starbucks owned by Disney. All of the yeah. uh, the the mermaid that's on the front of the cup now has Mickey Mouse here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh. All right. Guess who took the seat for number one most expensive movie? Who? It is the Pirates. Of the Caribbean, not the Caribbean. <laughs> so we have Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. Again, what's with the title? But it cost $379 million. Ooh. Man. I mean, John, Johnny Depp's a pretty cool guy. So, Yeah. What is with the title, though? On Stranger Tides? What does that even mean? Um, They don't recognize these tides. And since they're strangers, <laughs> they don't talk to them. Stranger danger. <laughs> Maybe it was like the red tide. I'm gonna stay away. Maybe it's um not actually talking about water. The tides are the strangers. Ooh, there's just tides <laughs> it's a of metaphor. 
Actually, it's so it sounds like they spent a lot because they did to make it. But do you know how much the movie made in the box office? Uh, no. $1.46 billion. Dang. That's yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> I guess those stranger tides were also good tides. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a nice little transition there. So they made a lot off of this money, even though the money... Yeah. The mo- off of this movie, even though the movie cost a lot. They still yes. did good. Spend money to make money. Yeah. Now, there's sometimes that that risk of having a really expensive production does not pay off. So Ooh. we're going back to movies that flopped, but this time this is movies that spent a lot of money on production and then just did not make a lot of money Ooh. on the movie itself. All right, so Dominic, do you want to start? Yeah. Uh, we'll start at the 10th worst. This is the 13th Warrior, which is weird because they're talking about the 10th. Anyway, <laughs> starring Antonio Ban- Bandera- Banderas. Banderas. Okay. Uh, in 1999, the movie budget was $125 million. So still, I think that's less than all the movies on our list above, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's... I'm seeing that that's not horrible for a movie production cost. <laughs> yeah, we talk about it like it's not much, but it's like multi-million. Oh, it's just 125 million. <laughs> it's just 125. Uh, anyway, it only grossed worldwide 61 million. That's a shortfall of 63 million dollars. <sighs> Man. All right. So next we have at number nine, Monster Trucks, <laughs> which have you I've seen never. That? I've never seen this. I've never even <laughs> heard of this before. But apparently it's a 2016 action comedy that's about a monster that lives in a truck. It's as weird as it sounds. And I know for a fact you can find it on Hulu. Interesting. Okay. Well, I mean. <laughs> so if you want to check it out just to see. <laughs> Maybe you can it. just give them a little more money. towards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the budget for this movie was $125 million, but mm. what they made was only $61.6 million. So that mm. is a difference of 63.4. That's how much wow. they lost. That's that's a lot. Yeah. It, it was a weird movie. It's like, well, the monster is like an octopus, whale, shark thing. That lives in a monster truck that isn't really a monster truck. It's just like a normal pickup like a truck. Pickup truck? Interesting. It's like an old pickup truck, and it's called <laughs> Monster Truck. I think just because there's a monster in the truck. Well, was this movie supposed to be scary? I don't think so. I okay. think it's supposed to be lighthearted. Okay, because that's what well, I looked at the picture of it, and the monster looks cute. I'm like, oh, it's yeah. so adorable. You want to pet it on the head, but like. I hope it wasn't supposed to be like a movie that'd be like <laughs> a bit of a jump scare thriller movie for little kids or something. Yeah. Well, you know, when they first started the movie out, the beginning feels a little jump scare-ish. Like it's dark. He's in a junkyard. There's noises, stuff. And then you see this blubbery whale. <laughs> <laughs> and you realize it's not. Interesting. Oh, at number eight, though, moving on, we have The Alamo. And this is a remake from 2004. 
the OG in 1960 was actually one of the top 10 grossing films of that year. So we're not talking about that one. Uh, This one fell short severely from the old one before it. Its budget was only $92 million and it only made $23.9 million. So that's a shortfall of $68.1 million. Wow. I mean, that seems like a really small budget for what we've seen. (laughs) Small budget and didn't make really, really small worldwide gross. Like, that's a really small pull in. Like, that is crazy, especially since it was a remake. You would think if the one before was so liked, more people would go to see the remake. Yeah. I mean, maybe people saw the trailer and they were like, "Um, I'm going to stick with my 1961. Thanks. Yeah. All right. So at number seven, we have The Nutcracker in 3D from 2010. 3D. So some people who bought tickets and like actually went to the theater to see this liked it, but none of the reviewers did. Oh. Uh, It got a 0% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Ooh, that's a bummer. Yeah. So their budget was ninety million, and what they made was twenty point five million, which is Ooh. a shortfall of sixty nine point five million. That's a lot. See, the problem with this is, I'm wondering, did they not bring as much because of the quality because they had such a low budget, or was it just their story was bad? Like, I mean, it's the Nutcracker. You already have the story. Yeah. Like it's a yeah, book. It's you have it handed to you. How did you mess it up? Well, I wonder if... So they're doing it in 3D. That seems like a really small budget for 3D. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know there was like a 3D craze for a while. In 2010, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everything but was 3D. I think their problem, too, is if they only released it in 3D, they may have gotten a lot of smaller audience. Because I know just from a my personal experience... people don't like 3D. Like, yeah, like my mom and some of her family, they can't handle 3D. Makes it like super motion sick. So. I was just going to, yeah, my mom's the same way. 3D makes her feel motion sick. I liked, mm-hmm. like, I liked some of the 3D movies. Yeah. I think I saw like Dolphin Tail in 3D. Do you remember I that saw one? How to Train a Dragon in it. Nice. <laughs> I do remember Dolphin Tail. That was a good movie. It was. It was. Winter. Oh. <laughs> forever in our hearts yeah all right (laughs) what's next (laughs) (laughs) yes number six how do you know now this big budget comedy about the romantic woes of an elite softball player had a very all-star cast it had reese witherspoon paul rudd jack nicholson but in the box office it didn't do so well its budget was 120 million dollars and its gross was 49.6 so they lost 70.4 million dollars in this movie that's wow that's wow (laughs) it's weird too because like i said it has a good cast so where did it go wrong yeah those are all people that a lot of a lot of people know by name yeah huh weird i mean i guess it shows that it doesn't matter how well known you are good movie's (laughs) a good movie bad movie's a bad movie well said 
All right, coming up at number five, we have Cutthroat Island, which is a 1995 Mm. pirate adventure film. Scallywags. Starring Gina Davis. I think it's a cool movie title, personally. Yeah, it's like Cutthroat Kitchen, but on a tropical resort. (laughs) Anyway, this movie, they had such... I don't know how, but like... Their production costs, whatever, before it even uh-huh. went to theaters. The film company behind the film fired, filed for bankruptcy. Oh, that's not a good sign. Yeah. And their budget was $92 million. Hmm. Yeah. How but much they, did it make? They then? ended up making only $18.5 million. So the shortfall Ooh. was $73.5. Ooh, that's really bad. Yeah, so they filed for bankruptcy before they even found out how little they made off of it. <laughs> Maybe they knew. They were like, yeah. um, this isn't going to go well. The director is like, uh, this isn't my best movie. You might just want to file now. Yeah, sorry about that, Gina. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, my bad. That one's on me. Wow. All right, number four, we have the promise this was actually a big budget indie movie and it starred oscar isaac and it was set against the backdrop of the armenian genocide now their budget for the movie was 90 million dollars but because they couldn't distribute things because of this problem they had it only made 10.6 million so shortfall of 79.4 million dollars yeah i mean You never really know what's going to happen with an indie movie, though. Yeah, that's true. Which I'm surprised that indie movie is able to get an actor like Oscar Isaac. I feel like he's been in a lot of indie movies, though. Yeah? I I don't... I've only ever seen him in Star Wars. I'll be honest. Yeah, me too. (laughs) But I feel like when I'm, like, looking through his, like, page of movies he's been through, there's, like, a lot of obscure ones on there. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. All right, next we have at number three, The Adventures of Pluto Nash. So here's another one with a pretty well-known actor, Eddie Murphy. This was a 2002 outer space comedy. Uh, The budget was $100 million, and what they made was only $7.1 million. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So that's a shortfall of $92.9 million. Oh, man. The I bet that's just a movie that is almost oh, as much ahead. as the budget. Wow. I bet that's one of the movies that just keeps Eddie Murphy up at night. He wakes <laughs> up screaming, Adventures of Pluto Nash. Oh. Oh, just a nightmare. I'm not back there. I'm not back there. <laughs> <laughs> You're not in space. You're not in space. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> okay. At number two, we have Town and Country, not the vehicle. And this is not set in outer space, and it does not feature expensive CGI. It's an earthbound comedy, you know, boring stuff, except it costs more than $100 million thanks to endless rewrites and nearly two years of shooting. Their budget was $105 million, and their worldwide gross was $10.4 million. Maybe that doesn't sound like much considering the last one was only 7.1, but their shortfall was $94.6 million. Man, I mean. That's an oops. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the fact that it wasn't even from 
CGI set pieces or yeah. like some crazy like terrain that they had to make realistic looking, but mm-hmm. it's just from rewrites and for shooting for two years. The thing is, if they had to rewrite it so many times after like twice, I'd say, okay, scrap the idea because it's not worth it. Let's just do the same plot, but we'll put it in space. (laughs) (laughs) You see this city? Just put it on a meteor and you're golden. Bam. People will love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we have finally reached our number one. (laughs) Number one worst one. Okay. So this is Mars Needs Moms from 2011. Yes. Yeah, so this movie had a uh, quote unquote cutting edge technology for the time. <laughs> <laughs> Back in 2011. Yeah. But audiences did not appreciate its motion capture animation. Uh-uh. Uh, according to an unnamed observer, the movie looked downright creepy. <laughs> <laughs> now this is an unnamed observer telling the told telling the Hollywood reporter. Um but I feel the same way. <laughs> yes, I totally agree. Yeah, I when this movie came out, I would have been like 10 years old. Uh-huh. And it like scared me half to death. I remember like in the first scene, I was like, "Oh my gosh, my mom's going to get stolen by Martians, and this is a terrifying movie. Uh, I was probably too old to be afraid of movies that were a cartoon. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, the premise, like, the premise was weird enough, but like like the Observer guy said, the motion capture was so weird. Like, the kids' facial expressions just, mm-hmm. it didn't look right in the way that they did it. The Martians didn't look right. Nothing looked right. I never weird. finished the movie. I feel like oh, I should rewatch it. Yeah. No. See, see if you've overcome it. <laughs> I fear. Now that I'm 19, maybe I won't be scared. <laughs> <laughs> you hope. I hope. All right. So anyway, the budget for this movie was $150 million. Holy cow. 150 But all they made was $39.5 million. So their oh. shortfall... Was a hundred and ten point five million. They lost over a hundred million dollars. Oh my word! See, it's crazy to think that the amount of money they lost on this movie is more than most of the movies on this list even cost. Yeah, it's crazy. Kind of depressing. Yeah. Well, not really for us. For them, yeah. Yeah. True. We aren't the ones that paid $150 million to make a weirdly animated movie about Martians and their obsession with parenting. Yeah, well, now we can enjoy some completely Martian-free ads. We promise it's Martian-free. Wink. podcast is now closing thank you for listening and please find your way to the exit before you go please check out the blog modernfedora.simplesite.com it expands on the podcast itself 
It's a blog. It's Not a blog. Much more uh, you can words, say. You read them. <laughs> Yay! How do you do writing? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure if Noah were with us, he'd say something about the social media. It's like at Modern Fedora Pod and TikTok, something like that. Yeah. Neither uh, of us have a TikTok. He, yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, he releases. <laughs> videos the day before it's a little sneak peek sometimes he does polls that interesting stuff definitely go check that out and if you are here because of tiktok thank you for joining us yes be sure to also rate us on apple podcasts and we will read your review on the next episode yes thank you all for joining and we will be here next time on the modern fedora podcast don't forget to wear a fedora so our next actor who hurt himself on the set is Josh Duhamel. <laughs> and what happened to him is um <laughs> on location for filming Shotgun Wedding. Uh, he was on the beach and a rogue wave comes up as he's videotaping and washed him almost over the edge of a cliff. <laughs> what? Why is there a cliff in the ocean? <laughs> I don't think the cliff is in the ocean. It's in a cove. <laughs> oh. Um, let's just scrap this idea. <laughs> that's a good, uh, yeah, that's a good plan. <laughs>